I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Awakenings. Uh, if you're new, welcome. I'm glad you found us. And those of you that are kind of tried and true, it's always great to connect with you. Um, if you want to listen by phone, 347-539-5122 is the phone number. And press 1 on your keypad if you want a reading, have a question, a comment, or just want to say, hey. 347-539-5122 and press 1 on your keypad. And that will get you highlighted in the queue. Got a lot of people listening by phone, but not everybody wants to get on air. All right, if I sound a little off or weird, I am. I I got um, sick, like a quick, I don't know what, like head cold or not even head cold. I don't know. Really, my throat was really coarse. And then I got fever, chills. I don't know if I had chills, but anyway, I guess you have fever if you have chills. And I took my office silicum. Anyway, I took my little potions, and I'm feeling much better, but still a bit under the radar, under the a, a bit funky, funny, um, which is kind of interesting because all this week and the beginning of this week and end of last week, Clients of mine were saying, um, and some friends as well, this energy is so weird. There's something very off. And there's something very off about this full moon. By the way, I did do a pick a card for uh, this Sagittarius full moon and June. I combined them. And kind of got the message that it's really, to harness this energy, what helps. I mean, like what's helping me now feel good is I have connect with all of you have some sessions today and then I'll rest up but the bigger purpose or bigger mission or the sense of creativity I think is going to help all of us get through what is going on it's really um, I don't know call in and let me know how you feel about this 347-539-5122 is the phone number I do believe and I believe October on into the end of the year the changes that are happening are going to be undeniably more seen, more tangible. I do believe that um, people are going to be able to start connecting the dots. I've been doing something with um, a couple of friends of mine, and um, actually one client we're going to do a, um, hey, Lars, in the chat, good to see you. Hey, gang, if you have a question or a comment, press 1 on your keypad, okay? 
that lets me know. I might have to mute to cough. You can tell, oh, my God, my energy. I hadn't had chills. Like, I had the chills last night, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting chills. My body is shivering. And then I had to remember, like, what do you do? What do you do when you – it's been so long since I've had something like that. And then I'm like, oh, wait, wait, put a rag. So I got, a, you know, something cold out of the freezer to put on my head and bundled up. And then took, I don't know how to pronounce this, you guys. What is it? It is so good if you're feeling a little off, tired, exhausted, or a little feverish. It's the homeopathic osicillococinium. Osicillococinium. Anyway, body, I mean, that stuff. If you got to catch it so quickly, you got to catch it quickly. Oh, and then a little elite, a little bit of lemon water, hot, hot lemon water tea. Anyway, so if I sound a little off, that's what's going on. Um, okay, I see a lot of callers in the queue. Now, you might just be listening by phone, and that's cool. But if you did want a reading or wanted to talk or share, press 1. Again, that number is 347-539-5122. And press 1 on your keypad, gang. So if you had a question, a comment, or you want a reading, press 1. Okay. Not a lot of people are pressing 1. All right. Then I get the emails and the direct messages. You didn't pick up my call and I waited 45 minutes. You've got to press 1. I mean, if I may get brave and just pick just pick up, but maybe you guys are just listening by phone. Anyway, yeah, so if you kind of connect the dots as to what's going on, and I've been, I've been doing this for the last a few years, and it's actually even getting more. I, I was watching something the other day, I don't know, on YouTube, some interview or podcast, and the guy literally said, awakening, I'm having – there's an awakening in this area. Heard someone else talking about fathers with homeschooling, and behind him there was a chalkboard that said, I think I said this on the last podcast, um, homeschool awakening. I'm starting to clip those. Um, give me a favor, you guys. If you see that, give me a clip, because I'm going to be doing a, a sharing and a project for everyone. Um, Kind of like Awakenings, what we're doing here, but in a little bit different format. And I want to start chronicling because I want, you know, you've all heard me talk about this and definitely the people that are, you know, from my soul path journey with Michelle on Patreon or you do any of my workshops I always, or channeled sessions. I always talk about how I look for the signs, you know, even in my dreamscape course, that's what we're talking about. Like you're, you're always getting the signs as to what's happening. I think that's why I don't totally completely freak out by what I channel or what visions I get knowing what's coming up. I mean, I do go through some fear, obviously, because like even when, what was it, what, three, four years ago when I had the visions of this pandemic and everything and the protests and the, what is it, the militia, and you know, people in the streets, everything that happened. You know, I was unnerved, and then as I saw it coming about, I was a, a bit unnerved too. But um, 
Oh, changes. What are you saying, Divine Mystic? Oh, going to call in so you can hear. Okay, you can't hear. Is is the chat not working, you guys? Let me know. Going on because a lot more people are just listening by phone and not pressing one for a reading. Um, by the way, we have Lon coming up. We're gonna we were gonna be doing readings together, but if people aren't calling in for readings, I guess we'll just chat. Uh, so anyway, I've been watching this and going, okay, what are the signs? And one big sign that I saw, the, the turning point, because see, you, all, you always hear me talking about the extremes of the polarity plane, right? And that's a lot of what this awakening is about. The ascension is getting out of the extremes of the polarity. And if you've noticed, we tend to swing from one side to the other far left and all that that means you can see it in political far right you know there's this and that is very much the ego the ego cannot handle nuance that's how you know somebody's more in their ego it's a very black and white yes or no the ego has has a difficult time with with uh, nuance gradation of scale you know hues different colors, it really wants to put things in a black and white, and it gets uncomfortable. So you're seeing all these expressions and experiences that are a lot of different nuances or gradation levels of something. You, you see it in, you know, gender, what's coming up with the gender, that there's a spectrum. You see it in behavior, behavior patterns. You're seeing more the nuance or the specter. That means more the soul coming in. Okay, what's going on? The chat seems to be working, but not sound for you. Okay, interesting. So I looked at it, and actually I was going to do a video on this with somebody, commentary, but then I just didn't have the time this week. But I really look at, because I'm looking at MSM, mainstream media, and going, okay, because media is the way that our soul is expressing as a collective through groups, through um, corporations, right? We have our individual radiance or the individual way that we shine. We have our individual unique way or we're meant to, which, which is our soul, right? But then we aggregate we, because we are group beings. We, we are, even though we have an individual soul, we also have a collective soul that we come a soul group that we incarnate with. And so we're kind of finding our way through different ex- experiences, right? So I've been watching. I don't know how many of you have been watching or I kind of dived in pretty uh, deep into it around my schedule the best I could with this um, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I think I mentioned in one of my groups. And I knew, it's very funny, when I saw, in fact, I had told a couple of clients, um, I think Stephen was one of them, I said, oh, as soon as I saw that it was on the docket, because I was watching something on YouTube and it came up, right as the as the case was starting, I said, oh, he's going to win. And, I, well, I could tell psychically that she was unhinged. Um, and known people, known women that do this kind of thing, you know, we have to get out of the the gender, only men do this, only women do this. That's denying our inner masculine for women and the inner feminine for men. And I have known, especially as a model, I have known women uh, 
and men too, you know, but the, the, the physical abuse and violence. But there are women that do do that, and there are women that strategize and and either have the baby for money or to get back, go do things to ruin somebody's, you know, career. So I'm not painting anyone as a patron saint here. <laughs> but I knew, and I said, oh, this is going to be huge because I said he's going to win. And he's, he's like, how do you know? I go, I can just feel it psychically. And then as a case rolled on, you could see why. And I thought, this is, this is to help the narrative out of swinging one way. Because what happens, no matter what it is, as long as we swing one way, this is what the soul is trying to do. The next level of soul expression is that we have a different languaging. We have all people's rights, all children. See, we're still in separation. We're still black whites, white right, you know, Native American. We're still and that separation, looking at it that way, actually keeps us disempowered. It disempowers us. It keeps us less powerful because it reinforces the idea of separation instead of separating out. The nuances, again, the soul wants to have the nuances. The more we can have the nuances, the more vibrational frequency is raised. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to be interesting. Okay, what's this? Oops, somebody. 5122 is the number. Press 1 on the key. Somebody press 1. I'll get back to you. Um, so I look for that to see where we're at. It's also called that converging flow. Some of you have heard me talk about that a while back, which started in 2005, where everything's going to happen all at once. It's going to be easier if you start noticing the signs of things getting better or spirit coming through to create unity, right? If everything is all only women, women's rights, me too, only for women, Men, powerful men do this. Well, there are powerful women. You see what I'm saying? It, do you see what I'm saying? It denies the opposite, and that's what it's meant to do. It keeps a division. Now, some people wrongly think it's empowering. Perhaps at some place, at some time it was. Um, we have to know where we are in the evolutionary process. Have we already identified the, the difference or the uniqueness? then it's about the unity. I mean, think about it. If you, if you in your close relationships, always stayed with a stance of the other or very oppositional, that doesn't allow for the harmonizing. That doesn't allow for the complementary to come in and something that's mutually beneficial. And that doesn't allow for synergy. We harness energy, universal energy. We harness synergy and we move up the, the ladder, the, the, the escalator, the elevator, whatever. We move up the vibrational frequency when we can also connect into the sameness. Not getting rid of the uniqueness, not um, 
you know, devaluing that. That that that's that needs to be there, and that's in many ways that is apparent. But when we can find those unifying places with one that is not very much like us, well, what do we call that? Compassion. Right? When I can talk to someone or be around someone that is so different from me or has such, you know, beliefs, but then there's a commonality, a common bond, that actually connects us into our humanity. So you can see there has been, even with this whole vax, don't vax, calling people anti-vaxxers, as soon as we get into this kind of uh, labeling, it creates a separation. And And then I'm going to get to a caller. I see someone calling it. Okay. Anybody that's ever, especially if you've worked with me, a lot of you that listen, you've worked with me. Let's say parts process, or let's say just anybody, anybody in your life, anybody that's listening right now. Just think of a time when you were conflicted. You didn't know what to do. Should I go here? Should I leave my job and start a new one? Uh, should I date that guy? Should I date that girl? Or should I get married? Should I, what should I do? Okay, should I, I'm not sure. Should I save money and move later? Or should I move now? Whatever it is that you're in inner conflict with, how comfortable was that? I mean, it's part of the human process. But that's division. So a lot of, you know, holistic counseling, holistic health, hypnotherapy, it's all about homeostasis. Even healing the body, it's about homeostasis. Healing the mind, stasis, balance, the right balance with you. So when we have this opposing aspects within ourselves, and, and unless we come to a conclusion like it's okay for that part to be opposing and this part, and we don't, and it's and you, there's processes or ways to work through that. But you, but you have to allow it. You have to allow those opposing forces within. Like maybe there's a part of you that most of the time is vegetarian or plant based, but every now now and then you like meat. You like a steak. That can be true if, if, as long as you come to some kind of peace with that, some underst- understanding that it is what it is. It's the body, whatever it is. Style, what doesn't seem to go together. And so you're going to see a lot more of that. And if you really have what we call the psychic eyes to see, seeing from the soul, you will see how certain agendas are put in place to keep us separate separate within ourselves, our life, and separate from each other. Because the more separation, it actually deflates our energy. It dissipates our energy. It isn't as strong as unified. You know, and there's so many things in life and even in history that show this, people working side by side. You know, you see it in neighborhoods when there's a fire or flood. People don't look and go, well, what do you believe or what do you think or what is it, you know, they roll up their sleeves and they jump in and help each other. So cosmologically, we are in this transformation and actually transmutation, changing the energy to blend it more, to get a more empowered and inclusive stance. I mean, you can see it, it probably in any decision you've ever made, the more inclusive you can be. You know, even if you end up having to, to take a, a stance or do a decision that's 
exes someone out or something out or, or, you know, makes a decision to walk away from something. If you can see and feel the inclusion in your mind, that's all that's needed. It's just seeing it in consciousness. That's the whole kind of cosmic joke, guys. It's seeing this all in consciousness and feeling it in consciousness. Because the truth is we're all interconnected anyway. On the spiritual level, we're all interconnected. There is no separation. There's only a separating out by varying degree, if you will, vibrational frequency, wavelength. There's frequencies separates us out. But not separate. So if I can make a decision, even if somebody has done, let's say, harm me or did something wrong, and I had to move on from them, or maybe I had to take them to court or do something, you know, or there was a consequence that I had to put there. I can still be in that role, but still feel and see the inclusion. And that's what's trying to come through, is where is the inclusion? And it's trying to come through not only in viewpoint, but in languaging, that it's not either or. You know, big, strong corporation or man against you, you know, if you're following in that narrative. Well, yes, in a, in a temp, you know, temporal way, yes, having to do maybe materially or monetarily. But if you're connected to your own inner knowing, you're connected to source, and you have your own gifts that you're connecting to and living through and sharing that is a power and empowerment on its own. So we're going to have to be very aware coming up of what deflates our spiritual power, our spiritual powerment, because that is consciousness, is stronger than anything, trumps anything. When that is harnessed, and yes, there is a group, there is a narrative that doesn't want that, whether it's externally or through consciousness, does not want that coming together. And even in saying that, you don't have to get caught up in it. You can just look and see, oh, this is the narrative, this is the story, or this is their belief. But do I believe that? Do I have to believe that? If you believe you will always have help, there will be support. There will be help and there will be support. And sometimes, even if you don't believe it, there is help and there is support. So we're asking, you can see in astrology, we're being really asked by our own soul, our own higher self, this next level of expansion in the, through the creative unconscious. We're being, you know, asked to live from the higher dynamic of us. I mean, that's really what it is. What is already there, we're being asked to live it in the temporal world, the temporary world, the earth, the world of changes. You know, like the I Ching says, the book of changes, the I Ching, the Wu Wei, the easy finding that flow and it it really it's like waking up to the metaphysical aspect the mystical aspect the magical aspect and bringing that into conscious reality and concrete reality bring it into tangible existence and living more from that so it's been yeah it's it's a very interesting time and i feel like many are having experiences right now that are pushing one into that, like you have to connect into that part of you. That is your next step. 
And my next step is seeing who's calling in. Feel good, guys, talking with you, even though my voice and I'm a little, <clears throat> I'm a little wonky, having a little bit of hot water with lemon. You know, it's weird when you're sick. It's like a different level of love, self-love, when you really kind of nurture yourself and you go, well, I can't do this or that, and that's got to be okay. And my body is feeling this way or that way. And what do I need to do for it, you know? Every experience can bring us closer to that God that we are, that God within all righty, gang, 347-539-5122, press 1 on the button. Let's get to the first caller. Hi. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, oh, we can hear you. Yes. Hey. How are you? It's Gail I'm calling in. Yeah, I'm a, well... I'm a bit under the weather, but a lot better than I was yesterday. Well, I'm glad it's getting better. It's not fun to not feel well. Yeah, I had the chills the whole nine yards. I mean, it was... <laughs> I haven't had that in a My whole family sounds like... sick. Yeah, oh, really? I've just been staying oh. away from them. And I didn't want to stop and see them when I was driving up, and I thought that was weird. And then I found out that night they were all sick. I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, must be something, yeah. Interesting, huh? Yeah. So, I, but I was calling you in because I was calling in to you because something's come Good. up at work that I want to just run by you really quick with one of my Ooh. salesperson. Okay. Um, are they I out? have a salesman. Yeah, are they, gone they are out. Well, they're out right now. He came to us like about maybe three weeks ago and told us that he was going through a divorce and he didn't want to take any more leads and that he would finish up what he'd started, but that he would be able to stay in touch. He just didn't want to take any new leads. And the last four days or the work days, he's just gone off grid completely. We can't even reach him. So I was just calling to find out because he's like one of my top salesmen, this is David. And I was trying to find out what your sense is, um, compare to see what I'm thinking as well. Oh, I don't, I, that seems scary. Like it could be, but I don't feel that. Now I, I feel children. Do they have children? In New Orleans with Younger. his daughter going to college. Okay. Okay. Um, only one. I feel more than one. Okay. There's a son, but he's at home. Yeah. There's two kids. That's what I thought. The little one. Yeah. I feel the little one is around. Um, He'll be back, but I, 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 I not only feel overwhelmed, I feel like um could be depression. Like um there's something going on with the boy or with school. So there there's a lot going on. Maybe even trying to find a place or place to live. There's something it's with the, all the of children. That. Is it? Okay, yeah. there's something with the children. So sure, I I I don't Oh, okay. Yeah, well the one daughter's leaving to go to college and he's trying to get her settled. That's probably it, yeah. Um, I would just email and do, say, look, you, you just let us know you're okay. Um, I, feel I he's think I'm going to need to put him on leave. Something with the, 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 what? 
I'm going to need to put him on a leave of absence and not pay him right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would do that. Tell him that, yeah, if he's not being available. But I, but I feel he's okay. But there is something also about the boy, the little boy. If he's in school or the, where is he going to live or stay or he wants him to stay, and the father's saying, well, I don't know where I'm going to be right now, but when I do, you can come stay. So there's a lot. that I feel like the little boy is not taking the uh, divorce well. Separate. No, they don't. No, I got it. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Well, this yeah, is exactly what like I thought was going on. You... Hmm? This is what I thought was going on. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't not reading it correctly. No, but I do get it that you are thinking that, in other words, he has to not get paid. Yeah, because he told us he would be available, and now he's not, so we're going to have to readdress that. But I'm handling him with kick gloves right now because he seems like he's an emotional wreck, and I don't want him to flip out on us and just quit, if possible. I just want to give him space to get his feet underneath him again. Yeah, I agree. And there's something about a place to live and the boy wanting to stay with him or be around him, but then he it's like a a pressure that he doesn't have a place or I don't not yet, you can't. So I feel yeah, like Yeah, he a doesn't lot have a place yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'm I'm appreciate your help on that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's interesting times right now, I'll tell you. It's like um, there's a lot of cleansing, clearing, and fleshing out and fleshing out, you know, fleshing out the plan, seeing what's available. Um, you know, I always say you got to remember that everyday people are also feeling this energy. The energy that you're feeling. Now, some of you are more sensitive, and so you're feeling it perhaps even more. You're feeling the, the shifts either before they happen or right as they happen. But these cycles, other people are feeling it. They just don't know what to attribute it to or may not necessarily have the tools to deal with it, to know what to do with it. Or they ascribe it to something else. So I wish I could remember. Let me see on this podcast. I can find that podcast. It was so interesting them talking about these awakenings and I um, oh yeah it was this guy from walk away uh, campaign and then I was watching the the interviewer David Fry Eva Fry in uh, Canada and three times the guy that was being interviewed Brandon Strzok, Strzok uh, talked about this uh, now, mind you, these people that I'm seeing a lot of this stuff, it's not necessarily that I'm identified. A lot of them, what's funny is I'm not identified with their um, <laughs> political beliefs. Like, I will listen to these um, podcasts, these interviews, and I'm tracking it going, oh, my God, that's so true. That makes sense. Yes. You know, and I'm in alignment. And then they come out with something that is so what we might term very ultra conservative. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't believe in that part, but whatever, I believe in the other, the 80% or three-quarters percent. So it's interesting from that standpoint. And, again, I look at it, guys, well, there's the unification. 
Um, now, interesting enough, and it's probably because I have enough Aquarius in my chart, I have always been like that, even as a kid. And it, I just feel like the world, in a way, is catching up. It's like that is the way. I, I could, Growing up, I could never understand why could people, music was a good, good way. People were like, this is the music I like. You know, and I have preferences of certain things that I, you know, not fond of or just don't like, don't like to listen to. But I remember people were like, you know, clicks, right? It's so middle school. It's so, um, you know, middle, what is it, junior high, high school. It's these clicks and people get in these clicks and then instead of developing themselves, their own unique capability, um, they want to stay within the clique. And again, that is that tribalism, right? The, the tribe, there's a great part of the tribe connecting into your soul tribe, those that are similar to you, those that uplift you, those that get you, and you get them. And there's this uplifting. There's this um, unity. I mean, really, there's this feeling of however when it's to the exclusion and also to the exclusion of your own individuality, because that ends up happening. Uh, people aren't allowed to be who they really are. Yes. You love the nuances. Yes. Divine mystic. Yes. Me as well. Well, you would as an artist, I feel like anyone that's a true artist, likes and nuances, right? Actually, years ago, it's funny because I was telling a friend of mine this the other day. Um, it was Paulo. We were on the phone, and we were talking about different experiences, and I was telling him how. Now, mind you, I've had everything. I grew up around surfers, so I've been, I'm the poet, the mystic, the artist. I live surfers athlete, I wove in and out, sorority, none of them I stayed with. And I, because the thing is, they all said you had to hang out only with them, right? So I just never. Uh, but I actually, I cannot believe some of the things that I got myself into. I had this idea because I had met some, uh, I don't want to say part-time gang. Now, not like real scary ones, but still. And Latino gang members. And maybe this was my early idea of journalism, always being curious, I, interviewing people. Like even when I would go to Mexico, I remember with my family, I would just disappear and go start talking to people and kind of interview them. I, I was so curious about people's lives. Well, there had been this park kind of on the middle of the right and wrong side of town, let's just say, but they had a lot of bands there. All kinds of people came, huge recreation park, huge. And I remember meeting this girl, well, I met her in high school, that she was regular, you know, uh, middle class, upper middle class family. When she was with her family, she dressed normally, just regular, you know, flip-flops, jeans, skirts, whatever. Hawaiian skirts and what, and then and very artistic. And then she would be after school, kind of sneaking around with kind of I don't know, call bad boys, whatever. But gang, some of them were full on gang people, gang members. 
So I remember asking her, I said, why aren't you changing like this? What is going on? And she's like, well, we can't, you know, they, they wear the same clothes. And she was like, well, we, I, I can't do that or people will get upset. So well, there was this whole thing that I learned that people in gangs, other than taggers, but even them, they could not, they all dressed the same. They weren't allowed to show their individuality. That's why they dressed the same. Um, their art, let's say they wanted to be an artist. They had to break away. So anyway, so I heard that, and then I was with some friends and <clears throat> went to this park, and I saw these two kids. Now, mind you, they're not that scary, but still, they were gang member types, younger, you know, probably, I don't know, high school, early 20s. And they were drawing amazing pictures. So I went over and asked them about this thing, about drawing and being an artist. And they were like, oh, yeah, we can't show this. Well, no, whoever the head person was in their neighborhood gang or whatever. And I remember saying, no, you need to. You're here to be yourself, to shine as yourself. And they're like, we can't do that. And I said, something's wrong with that. If you can't be yourself. And I remember the guy, he had, he had to go out of his house, out of his neighborhood, to this place that was neutral. So he, he and his buddy could draw. And I mean, amazing artistic. So then they're showing me, you know, their pictures and what they've made. We had this whole philosophical conversation. And I remember my friends were like, Michelle, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm curious. Why, I, I want to know why, why are they living this way? And why are they denying themselves? And, and they're so talented. There's something wrong. I, I want them to understand that they're here. They're meant to shine. Yeah. I guess that's early starseed. <laughs> Being a starseed, I've always had that side to me. But I think now you can see certain people, there's more and more of an awakening to being oneself to find you know what is what is oneself what is that that can't be sacrificed denied or sacrificed for the whole and i think you're seeing this play out a lot and so energetically a lot of people have been feeling very kind of you know blah or stuck or like a lot is happening but they don't know what's happening they're not knowing which way to go. It's all this energy that's getting freed up. It's getting unplugged. It's very diffused. I mean, if you, if you ever feel through the subtle energy, higher frequency energy, it's very light, it's very powerful, but it's also very diffused because it's not yet in form. So a lot of what people are feeling, and I do feel that's this full moon in Sagittarius, which I believe is the 14th, is going, your people are going to be, I mean, Sag could be, even though it's fire, it can be very diffuse. I mean, it's like the little centaur, the horsey, you know, it's like raw energy, but it's also higher frequency energy, can be, beliefs, ideas. And think about it, beliefs or ideas, when you get into religion, it just takes those beliefs and ideas and puts it into a system. So I feel that system is changing. But we're feeling, we're feeling the next level of the change. Yeah, divine mystic, you always had the courage to do what you feel, felt led to do. Yeah, I mean, 
it's odd when I look back. I mean, I remember that time, and I think I shared this on the podcast, when I was in San Francisco. I don't know if I was eight, somewhere between eight and 11, maybe 11. We were in, what's the big park there? Golden Gate Park. And my family is, I don't know, I was transfixed. It was the ISKCON religion, the Hare Krishnas, we all know them. They were chanting their mantras and, you know, with the drums. I was just there watching, and then I started swaying and kind of dancing. And I remember peripherally, I could see my family way, you know, up ahead, like 50 feet or so. And they all turned around, and they were just watching. (laughs) You know, back then it was very safe. They weren't, you know, so worried about me being snatched up, and they could see me. And I just did that for a while. I just kind of swayed and said, you know, and then finished and then just walked up to my family, and then we just walked. Honestly, I feel like they didn't know what to say about me. <laughs> Even my dad would say that. Me, we didn't know what to do, quite what to do with you, what to say. Um, but you're right, Gail. You are how you are, right? And years later, um, oh, Krishna Das band, Sura, Sura Das. Um, those of you that ever took any listeners that took my – meditation course at Agape Spiritual Center. I used to bring um, the Temple Bajan Band in. I used to hire them to come in and do kirtan. And, and in fact, they did kirtan for a few of my uh, other workshops at another location. And I remember telling him that story, and he said that probably was your last incarnation. He goes, he goes every incarnation, and, and this was, I love this, because this confirmed what I felt and then later came to know through one of my advanced metaphysical teachers. We are how we are. So if you're spiritual this lifetime, you've always been spiritual. And I mean real spiritual. You always have been. And so he was saying, you know, you probably remembered. You remembered the songs, you know, the mantras. You, you know, you, you were, you know, there was a recognition and we do. Think about it, gang. We do. We, if we allow ourselves. I think that's sometimes partially a deja vu. Or we have a bleed through to another dimensional aspect of us or another life. We have these memories that we bring in. At some point, there can be a decoding on this dimension, on the earth plane, where we're bringing these energies, these awarenesses, these gifts, these abilities, uh, through, and that's my understanding. This time, uh, especially if in your chart you have a lot in the twelfth house or something prominently in the twelfth uh, eighth as well, um, but you're you're in a karmic culmination and completion, and so you're wrapping up a lot. And many people are there. There's a lot that's being synthesized because we have to live through it. You know, we have to live through the experience or expression on the earth plane to get it encoded within the body-mind system. I mean, it's there in a cellular and energetic and cellular level. But on the, on the mental, emotional, it's just like when we make changes or we have an aha or insight intellectually, it takes a lot longer to get it emotionally, mentally also and emotionally so that it becomes a belief or an idea. That's why it's important, I mean, with the processing. I mean, you can, you can have an amazing insight or deep understanding. 
But unless you connect to it cognitively, you know, it, it becomes some kind of deep understanding or rationale for you, then it doesn't get to encoded within a behavior. And so everything that we're doing right now on the planet is towards that. So that, you know, almost through osmosis and the morphogenic fields, these updates, these up-levelings can be passed on, you know, whether to those that are around us right now, it extends out, and then into next generations. What do you want to call it? Progeny. Progeny. I like to mind this. That's funny about your dad. I can imagine. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. I remember one time saying, oh, that is not a very adult thing to do. Yes. Okay, gang. It is time for our awakening dialogue. We have Long back with us. Now, many of you know Long from amazing, amazing um, sacred geometry oracle cards. Pretty powerful. Uh, Lon is an internationally acclaimed sacred geometry artist, author and creator of two best-selling and awarded oracle decks. As founder of Lon Art, she offers tools for transformation, readings, and personal soul portraits. Oh, her portraits are amazing, guys. Uh, These soul portraits, they connect you to your soul's purpose. Um, Her most recent book, which is a pretty darn good one, I really like it, is Modern Merlin, Cover Your Magical Powers. Yeah, pretty amazing. Good to have Lon back with us. Hey, Lon, how are you? I'm doing great. It's so fun to be back. Yes, it's great to have you back as well. I didn't know you were in California. For some reason, I thought you were in Europe. Um, well, I am. I was born in Europe. I, I was born in oh. the Netherlands, in Holland. But I've been oh. in Southern California and San Diego for oh my gosh, twenty years now, or maybe a little bit more oh. even. So yes, I'm pretty close, right? Yeah, I lived in Encinitas for a while. That's why I say I have family there. Oh, yeah, that's in my yeah. backyard. Yeah. So um, yeah, love that. Love that. Where area. are you now? Well, I'm kind of between a few places, actually. I've been in the um, high desert, uh, Yucca Valley, um, mm. Topanga, and then Marina, so Marina Del Rey. So I've kind of been floating. Nice. I have a, yeah, yeah. So trying to decide. Well, I was actually nice going to be float. moving. Yeah, well, I have a house. I have a house here, and um, but I was looking at moving back to Europe. We'll see if that ends up happening Then the whole thing with the pandemic happened, so no right. traveling. Right. right. Yes, absolutely. So that's yeah, it's amazing what, uh, what all the changes, what it has brought us, right? I think it's been challenging over the last couple of years for sure. And I also, I don't know how you feel about it, but I also feel that magic has become much more accessible and like right at our fingertips and things oh, are yeah. happening so quickly and right. Yeah. I mean, other than the name, I've I really enjoyed I, I In a way, I just felt like the world kind of, I love the shift. And I thought, oh, my God, it, got, it, 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 suited, it suited me more, you know. And also, my dream to have all these outdoor cafes, I could never understand it. I live near the beach. Marina <laughs> Del Rey, Venice, Santa Monica. I'm like, 
why are we not having outdoor seating? Right. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, and finally, and now people kept it. And it was like some weird, I don't know, local law that you couldn't, and it could only be three feet out and this and that. And I'm like, and now I look and I go, well, I may not be back in Europe, but I'm bringing Europe here, you know. Right. I've also noticed that, that that because of the pandemic, people have gotten so much more used to um, to connecting with each other on Zoom or Skype, but but a lot of people on Zoom. And and I yes. am connecting with people for my readings and for my soul portraits all over the world. I have. Yeah. I mean, I I can. I've been connecting with people in South Africa, um, in Dubai, in um, my next soul portrait client. She is in Australia. So it is in, in lots of ways. It has brought us more together as well, right? With the possibilities, it made the world smaller in the sense, like you know, we we can actually be in connection and relationship with each other really easily. Yeah. And the understanding, because I did a lot of workshops always, uh, uh, well, first of it was teleconference. Now, you know, with the pandemic, everybody right. was using Zoom. So yeah. goodbye teleconference. But, yeah, I would connect with people all over the world. But a lot of people were resistant. They're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to feel the connection. And then it's like, no, you are, because there's really no separation. We're all interconnected. And I think now people realize that, that there's really, really good relationships. And people are seeing, like, if it's a soul portrait or a reading or a course or a class. Right. Yeah. You can still. I, I mean, the, yeah, the goosebumps right? happen, right? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. get. Yes. I mean, I sit with readings with, with, with clients and um, I'm still, and I try to show it to them. I don't know if it's that easy to show on, on like Zoom, but I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, my whole arm is goosebumped up, which is for me always just fine that spirit is like really talking to me and that I hit something that is like unfiltered, what is true, you know, something that sounds and resonates like really true. And for me, often it's like, it's chills and goosebumps that are coming up. Um, and it happens on Zoom as well, and that was really nice to experience that, right? We are not limited by, um, like you said, we are so connected, even if we feel that we are far away from each other. Yeah, a lot of it. I'm wondering if that's also maybe like the message, kind of learning lesson through all this, is to get us more and more used to our interconnectedness, which then that opens us up to things like, telepathy, remote viewing, these, these abilities yes. that were meant, right? Just to be able to I think access so. that part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think what, what, what it has shown is, is for one, it, it's made us realize like how connected we are because nothing like a virus that shows you that, um, you know, how vulnerable our physical bodies are and how much, it doesn't discriminate, right? It, it affects everybody and everybody gets, gets, gets influenced by it. But it also has shown us how much more we can be and do and, and relate to each other beyond the physical body. And just like you say, because of Zoom, we got to go into a whole new realm of, of the Internet and connect that way. 
but now we are, I think that was just a step up to realizing like we can do that through our awareness, through our consciousness and through our intuition as well. I agree with you. Yeah, I think that there's a next um, next level with that um, that people are going to start experiencing more. Yes, you know, I think this was a, right? a good stepping stone, right? Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Definitely a good stepping stone. Absolutely. So, Lon, we were going to maybe do some readings. Let's see if anybody's going to talk about your book a bit more. And your also, you've got the sacred. Uh, let's see, sacred geometry. I think that's the one I have. And then you have one on. I've got two decks, right? Right. Yeah, what are the yes, decks? I have. Yes, one is um, one is the Sacred Geometry Activations Oracle deck. That was my first one that I came out with. And then the second one is the Sacred Geometry of Relationships. And, and the reason why I did relationships is because I realized that, you know, everything is about relationships, not relationships just between us, but also our relationship to, um, to each other, to the world, to our bodies, to concepts like health or love or any of it, right? And, and even our relationship with spirit or the universe and how we navigate our lives. So we know each other through our relationship, through our reflection back of something outside of ourselves, right? So it's really yeah. important to, to look at that. I mean, it's an incredible um, place to start if you want to understand anything you know even your relationship with money and or your relationship with your own health like where are the where are the blocks where are the challenges what's holding you back and how is that showing up in other places in your life because usually how we do one thing is how we do everything Mm, yeah i love now by the way you had i saw an instagram stream um you posted uh, reflection was the card today. Right. Yes. Your yes. yes. Which so I love that. You know, it's very interesting, and of course, I'm sure as we get things get more automated, you can see that we do more with less. It's a lot more with intention through consciousness. Um, yeah. Right. It seems like it is this kind of mixed level too reflect more and or see our reflection more of a I don't know in a way meditative way of living that seems like that needs to be brought in more that awareness just being more aware I guess yeah I I I drew this card this morning and and that's what what came to me as well and it's exactly as you're saying I I see that as well that that the card reflection just makes us aware of how everything that happens and shows up in our lives, even during the day, like anything that happens, somebody that you encounter on the street or maybe in the supermarket or maybe something happens while you're in traffic and you feel triggered because somebody is doing something that you don't enjoy or that maybe um, even irritates you, all these things are there so that we can reflect how it is um, 
influencing us, how it's making us feel, and what it's doing to our energy. Is it helping our energy to flow? Is it feeling like expensive? Is it bringing in more light? Or is it feeling that it's shutting us down? Maybe it's hurting our feelings, or maybe it's bringing up anger, or, and all these things are, are um, if we become aware of them, it will help us to navigate and steer with more intention in the direction that we do want to go and to bring in those people and circumstances that we really want. Mm. Now that seems so important, kind of that awareness of what we're, right. Well, what we're reflecting and what's being reflected uh, right. to us by what we're drawing in. And what would you say, like with the or like the sacred geometry, and you're doing it through your your art and you know the art on your oracle cards, is a good use for that. And why does it work? Why does connecting? Because it almost seems like you're connecting in energetically. Is there like each? Yeah, represents a certain yeah. energy. I think so. I think so. I was actually just before I came on the call with you, I was working on my uh, on my third oracle deck that's coming out next year that goes together with the book and it's all about magic and manifestation. And one of the things that I was reflecting on was, um, you know, why did sacred geometry make such an impact on me and how has it has it changed mm. my life? And with that. Um, for so many others. And I think the impact for me is that when I came across images that were based on sacred geometry, and I didn't know that at the time, I just saw these images and I'm like, whoa, I really love this. This resonates, this feels like, almost like candy to me, you know, candy to my soul. Like this makes me mm. happy when I look at this. I want to just sit in front of it and stare at it. Like, like mandalas, you know, everybody is probably aware of the use of mandalas and mandalas are, are based on sacred geometric principles of, of symmetry and balance and harmony and repetition and, and all of that. And mandalas have been used for, I don't know, probably for as long as people have been on earth. We have drawn these things because they make us feel when we look at something harmonious on the outside, we automatically tend to want to align ourselves and our energy to what we're looking at. So it helps us and it evokes and it inspires us to find that balance and to find those patterns and to find um, the grit and the reasons and the, that that's underneath it. So... For me, sacred geometry is is a way of expressing how everything is connected, and you can do that with any kind of concept. So, mm -hmm. um, for instance, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? But they are going back to your mandala or yantra or mandala. They are really. You right. know, it seems like it, right? When you look, and and it is it that it's holding this certain energetic frequency and power so when you look at it um yes it feels like there's some transmission there right there is there is and, and we can even see it and, and everybody can relate to this we can even see the usage of of symbols like because a lot of mandalas we use circles right we use circles and squares and triangles and they all stand for something yeah. different and each form and each shape gives us a different feeling. And we can actually see that in our everyday by, um, for instance, uh, traffic signs. 
we use mm, these things yeah. in our normal day, you know, in, in the shapes, but also the colors. Like when we see a round traffic sign that has a lot of red in it, it usually means either danger or stop or go back or something like that, right? So we right. associate that right away with that. Same with triangles. They're usually like a warning or like, um, hey, pay attention kind of thing. Yeah. So it's interesting also with sounds. You know, right. like there's yes. certain, all these, every every country, I've been traveled a lot, every country that I've ever been to, that siren sound, whether police or ambulance, you can, there's no mistaking, it's not like a calm, peaceful, peace-invoking right. sound, you know? Yes. Yes. It's, uh, it's and like a warning, sound right? Other dimension, some of them sound other planetary, like, like you heard mm-hmm. that in another planet, right? That in a warning sound mm-hmm. in another planet. They're very sci-fi. Yes, and then of course there are sounds like you know singing bowls. Um, I don't know if you've ever listened to singing bowls, and I think most people probably have listened or have heard it sometimes. Oh, I have some. There is I some, love I have. Some. I, yeah, I do too. Yeah, and there's something about it. You can just you can feel the vibration, and it just it it's it does something to the energy, right? Yeah. So yeah. everything is everything is energy, and, and we are vibration, and especially sound is vibration, but also imagery is, is it works on, on an energetic level, on a vibrational level. Colors do it as well, and we know that from color therapy, right? There are certain colors yeah. that evoke certain things, like blue for when you want to be calming or when you want to go to sleep, and red is often associated with intimacy or love or sensuality or something like that. Orange is associated with passion and fire and action. And so the vitality. Right. So the way I use my sacred geometry, I combine the sacred geometry principles and then I then I pull from all kinds of other things, right? From numerology, symbology, uh, things that we know about chakras, things that we know about the Kabbalah, like really ancient um, systems, if you want to call it that way, to help us navigate this human existence. Mm. Yeah, so it's all the kind of the symbolism in there, which of course also works through the subconscious and you know yes. unconscious, and which is very powerful. I mean, I find anything that cuts through the over rational thinking mind, you know, beta consciousness, however you want to put it, little self, um, can be deeply transformative, very powerful. Um, and of course, everything yeah. we, I mean, we're, we're basically all just these, I don't know, complex overlays of all this archetypal energy. So we are going to respond to that imagery. We are going yes. to, it's, it's almost right. Very primal, very, very yes. primal. And, and the world yeah. is transitioning. Right, I, I think we're all noticing that we are transitioning from from a solely three dimensional, which is form based world in in which everything is external. Right, we are focused. We we used to be focused only on stuff like money and stuff mm. and cars and houses. And if you mm-hmm. look at, for instance, at the younger generations and especially the ones that are thriving, 
that they actually spend their money in very different ways. A lot of them don't even value big houses or big cars or or brand stuff. What they value is time and experience. So they already Mm -hmm. are coming from a much more internal and inward um, focused experience of life that is much more multidimensional. Yeah. Yeah, too much stuff really does weigh you down. I mean, if you think about it, it's it's, yeah. it's, it's dense frequency. It it it's it yeah, it definitely weighs you down. Yeah, and and again, and I think that the last couple of years have have at least has supported us in 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 reflecting on that and realizing that right where we were where we couldn't really go out and buy feudal things because only the essential was mm-hmm. was accessible. And now with rising prices and inflation going on, a lot of us, we are really thinking and, and rethinking about how we do want to spend our money. So we're, I don't know about you, but I hear, I hear from a lot of people also that everybody is just you know, stripping it down more and more and really going back to like, is this really something that I need? And is it something that is really serving me and my evolution and my growth? And is it making me happy? Or was it just a habit? Or was it just something that I, I don't know, that I was just used to do or used to buy? Or Yeah. I find it myself yeah, like well. I don't have... shop nearly as much anymore. I don't even enjoy it anymore. I'm like, yeah, whatever. No. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's so, and at some point you get like, it's like, oh, this is in, this is out. And, you know, it's like, oh, and it may not even be your thing or your style, this compulsory. um, Oh, and it's a repetition. If if you've been around long enough, you find that right now it's all been about the, it's all been about the the, the skinny legs and the skinny jeans and stuff. And now you're starting to see the flare jeans again. And I'm like, well, we had that back in the whatever, the 70s or the 80s. So everything is repetition. And that, again, reflecting on that gives us access. Also what sacred geometry does is seeing the patterns and the repetitions in everything. Things go in cycles. Everything does. Yes. And it's such a manipulation. I, I used to be in the fashion world, yeah. and they, well, the thing is, there's a reason they go. That's another thing that kind of ticked me off. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy into that anyway. They, there's a reason they go from the skinny jean, then the next season is the flare. So you're forced to buy something. It's like this manipulated right. process. Right? Right, because otherwise you don't fit in, Right. Yeah, and there's like, oh, last last summer it was a, a flared top. Now everything's form-fitting. And it's like six months ago everybody was doing this, and now you're going to do this. And it's like, okay, I just do. I wear what looks best on me and not, you know, I'll pick up on certain things. But, yeah, it really is. Are you going to be manipulated? It goes back to what you said earlier of, you know, what, not only what's being reflected to you, but are you going to be, you know, is it your truth? Is it essential? Is it what you really right. need? Yes. Yes. And most I, people I've are finding lately, no. Yeah. I, I've lately, I think my my intention right now, the way I live, is, is very much um, trying to be as truthful and as authentic as I possibly can in any situation throughout my day. And it's amazing mm-hmm. how often I find that I want to give an answer or I want to do something and that it's just based on habit or it's just, 
I don't know. It's almost like it's it's easier, or it's 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 funny when you start really paying attention to all of that. And and I think the yeah. road of evolution right now is is pointing in that direction. We're all being invited to really be ourselves. Cause yeah. That's what we want, right? We want originals yeah. around. We don't want copies of each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that and it's clearly very I mean, it's very freeing, very rewarding. And when you see more and more people just be authentically themselves and not be let themselves be manipulated. I mean, there's definitely still a, a group out there, you know, in the mainstream consensus world. Um you know, and that that's can be okay, but there is definitely certain a lot of people waking up going, is this really me or does this serve me? Or is I love it that essential. I think that was such a great phrase that came out of all this essential work or what's essential. And I right. think that was spirit right. cutting through, just cutting through and yes. saying, you know, do you really need yep. need all this? Because then you can't really be you can't really be yourself when you have all this stuff that is literally not essential is weighing you down. Yep. Or even somebody else telling you what is essential and what is not, right? Because it always it also yeah. made us wake yeah. up to like, well, you could call this essential, but then when you start looking at the motivation, we sometimes found that was. What was labeled essential was just that was commercial, that was gain yes. for somebody, and that's why we gave. Why, that's why we labeled it essential. So it's good to really start thinking for ourselves and and what is what is important to us and what feels what feels true. And mm-hmm. for me, the only way I know what what is true is like I have to really feel it and I have to run it through my mind and see what my logic and my my wisdom and the theory of it tells me, and then I have to run it through my body to say what my heart and my soul and my gut is giving back to me, reflecting back to me whether something is true or not. Yeah. Any way you look at it, we're just, it's about living much more intentionally, much more in the meditative yes. state and just really mm-hmm. slowing down to feel it, and that it, which ultimately brings quality of life. Um, Ron, oh, yeah. I think we have a caller here. Let's see. We got a bunch of people listening. Like, so now, if you had a question, please press one on your keypad. A lot of you are just are listening. Hi, you're on air. Hi, ladies. Hello. Oh, thank you for Hi. taking Hello. my call. Hi, who's? Um, what's your first name? Patricia. Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Hi, I'm calling from Alabama, and I've been enjoying the show thus far. Um, yes, truly, um, in this day and time, um, if we are not since, um, pandemic and, um, started living our true authentic, then, um, yeah, some of us are just, um, I don't know, we, we, if we're not, we should be, um, it's, it's teaching us that, um, you know, um, by being, um, by, by, um, the experience. Of, of the pandemic and all that we've learned um, and all we've gone through. Uh, so, um, yeah. yeah. Um, now, Patricia, we, do we you find be. people where you are? Are people, are, do you, obviously you're living much more authentically. Do you, are you seeing others doing the same? 
Um, that's a good question. Um, I am um, versus when the pandemic uh, first began because a lot of, of um, initially was, was fear-based living um, because you're, you, you're, you're, you're being introduced or you're trying to understand um, what 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 times we are living in. We will then explain about the pandemic and what it means and what we were required to do and um, the extremes of it. And, and then we watch lives being lost and families being um, uh, dealing with tragic, um, on top of tragic. And, and then for us who maybe not had to experience it was very um, traumatic just to watch, um, you know, a mm-hmm. multiple deaths. Um, so I would have to say um, to a certain degree, uh, two years later, yes, I can see. Um, mm-hmm. Because we, we're, 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 we are learning more, um, you know, as we progress, uh, you know, through uh, the pandemic and, you know, what's, what's left of, um, it's still some, pand- you know, we're still dealing with it, but it's just not as traumatic uh, initially with the, right. you know, not knowing and, and, and living through it at the same time. And while you were talking, Patricia, I was actually drawing a card for everything that you were bringing up. And I drew the card um, Gaia, which um, the way I've always understood it and have been taught that Gaia is actually the fifth dimensional or multidimensional name for, for Earth. So there is an Earth card in my deck as well. But if I, when, I see the, uh, when I see the card for Gaia come up, I know that we're talking about... I know that we're talking about more multidimensional expressions of this. And so what you're talking about is the elevation of our consciousness, that all of this is helping us and supporting us to elevate to a more fifth dimensional or multidimensional view of our reality and our lives and realizing that we're all connected and that there is more to us than just what's showing up in the physical bodies and in the physical world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I I actually was gonna ask you, um, did the spirit uh have any significant um anything significant that I needed to know um that was going on around me, uh, per se, or with me? Um any messages? Yeah. Well, and, and that's what was coming up. And the card is like, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I can't show you, but it's, it has a lot of blue. And blue also stands for clarity and for truth. So the fact yeah. that this is coming up while you were talking and your, your experience of the last couple of years and where you are at right now, it feels like you are actually evolving and, and you are opening up and expanding and seeing more of this interconnectedness and this elevated way of living and being. So I feel that there's a beautiful opening going on for you. Yes, and, and, yeah. and also love. For me, um, love is felt more 
for me um, in my connection day-to-day with people I work in the health profession and has been working, have been, uh, I've been working, has been working in the health profession here for about 20 years. So um, more so than ever, now love is so much clearer to me. It's, you know, um, it's, it's with my day-to-day contact with, with, with the patients and I am expressing that more and with family and friends. And so I, no matter what, express love. Um, When I am working with a patient, I am telling them, you know, before and after and during that I love you. And Mm. why am I here? I am here because I, I am here to take care of you. I am here to service you. You know, God loves us. Um, the creator. Um, and as I speak about love now, I feel it in my heart. I feel an overwhelming warmness and empowerment just to discuss it with you ladies. Um, yeah. It is a connection that is so beautiful to where we've come from, to where we're at now, that it tends to, um, I don't care what is going on, when you speak it and you feel it, uh, it seems to balance out whatever yeah. uh, is going on. I don't it's, care. Yeah. And Patricia, you know. I'm getting right. you there's a, it's so interesting because yeah. you keep talking about speaking and express, I'm getting a lot with your throat chakra, a throat chakra opening. So a lot perhaps yeah. in your life that you couldn't express before or say, and I even feel singing yeah. would be good for you or anything artistic. Um, but you're meant to speak it, whatever that is, teaching, ministry, one-on-one, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's, I feel people will, are very receptive to whatever you speak, whatever you sing, whatever you share. Um, so whatever you've been doing, you unblock that area that was a bit blocked before. Like you could feel a lot building in the heart chakra, or like you wanted to say, now it's like, you just say it, you just say what you think, say what you feel. And it, by what I'm seeing, it's very well received. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And, and it's beautiful because the message that you are sharing is so much of our interconnectedness and the compassion that's going to bring us all together. So, and that's why, and what you're saying, um, that's why probably the card is that all the blue, right? Which is that throat chakra as well. And speaking yeah, truth and having clarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truth and clarity yeah. and speaking it, like being confident in your right. truth and clarity. Wow. Well, Patricia, keep listening. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, ladies. I love you. Um, and, of course, you know I I have to end this with letting you know that I love you, ladies. Thank you for this platform. Um, thank you for the message. Um you know, um, sharing with us. Um, we all need it. Um, some that don't necessarily, um, you know, raise their hands up to ask that question or to speak, but surely um, we're all here um, to listen, you know, um, and to to heed that message. So I just want to thank you, ladies, um, and um, again, I love you, ladies, and many blessings. Thank you so much for your thank time. you so much, thank Patricia. Patricia. Lots thank of love. You. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of love.
Beautiful. Wow, it makes sense with the card too. So much. Yeah, it, it does. It really does. Um, yeah, I wish I wish I could show it because that's the one downside of radio. I can't show the the picture. Um, yeah. So maybe no, what I can what, do, I'll put it. You know what I will do? I will put it on my story on my Instagram. So if your oh, listeners okay. wanna wanna see the picture of what we were just talking about, the Gaia card, I will post it this afternoon on my story on Instagram. So just find me on Instagram, and you can see exactly what we were talking about. Oh, good. Now Patricia's still listening. So what is it? Is it? It's lawn underscore art. It is. Correct. Yes. Long underscore art. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, good. I'm going to look at that too. Wow. Such a beautiful message. You know, that's so true. If we all just could speak up or speak our truth or speak more of what we think and feel, you know. Mm -hmm. But with uh, kindness, right? Kindness and compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Kindness and compassion. Absolutely. Um, Right. But it's interesting. So many people, I mean, it's in many ways, Sometimes it's much easier for people to say things or speak up in, like, snarky, mean ways, but getting to, like, compassion or or love or appreciation. Right? right? Isn't that interesting? It's so, like, well, look at that sometimes. Well, it's the same reason probably, right, and it's, it's kind of the same reason as why we've seen that humanity has mostly evolved through are real. What, what brings us together usually are things that are really hurtful, things that break our heart, things that mm-hmm. that are right. Like when events like that on a worldwide scale, if they happen, or even nationally, um, and we've, and we've seen so many over the last uh, the last couple of months, especially, um, that's what brings us together. Which is really sad that we that we create these situations for ourselves where we evolve through hardship instead of compassion. And hopefully at yeah. one point we will be able to um, change that and do it through compassion yeah. and the beauty. I think we're in the process of doing that. And I think speaking up and, and seeing the beauty or acknowledging as more people do that, then that, that starts having the stronger vibrational frequency, you know, that. Yes. Yes. And, and, and that it starts with everybody. Yeah, and it starts with everybody making the individual choice, right? We always feel like mm. we, we're waiting for something big to happen that is going to change this world. It's not going to happen like, you know, by, by magic wand where all of a sudden in the next second the whole world is just beautiful and love and light. It's going to happen because each of us is going to make the decision moment by moment to do the right thing, to do the kind thing, to do the compassionate thing, to elevate, to bring more light. And if we all do that, then you can see that that is a lot of light, right? All over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that then becomes the, the strongest, it's like that, that, Entrainment. It's like the new uh, neural pathway that gets that gets right. stronger and yep. stronger. That's so true. Yep. It's all about repetition, right? I think consciousness is the same as as going to the gym. So instead of going to the gym, oh, yeah. or actually on in addition to going to the gym to exercise and make our body stronger, we can continue to exercise and make our consciousness stronger and to hold a certain vibration and to steer away from habitual thinking or or judging or you know or just repeating what somebody else said and 
And it's a matter of doing it. If you do it often enough, it becomes the new being. It becomes a new way of being. Oh, Lon, I think it's so true. So, so, so true. I mean, and that's what I feel like Oracle cards or, you know, books like yours, Modern Merlin, Uncover Your Magic. It's like your magical powers. It's like, Again, feeding that in. And, you know, there is a lot right. of research in this. There is a lot of research in yes. repetition. Yep. It's like it, it's and science. Really, yeah. There's a lot of science behind it. Yes. Science Science is coming closer and closer to what used to be just the, the you know, the area of metaphysics or esoterics. It, was, it used to be very, right, we had the woo-woo world and then we had the scientific world. And by now mm-hmm. there's many bridges that go back and forth and it's coming closer together and it's starting to merge together because science is actually showing us that everything is energy. You know, and we are energy, yeah. and our words are energy, and our thoughts are energy, and and all that energy is interacting all the time. Mm-hmm. So, love the idea of the repetition. That's something I definitely believe in. And whether it's manifesting mm-hmm. or, or your focus, like don't mm-hmm. even try to get with the competing ideas or oppositional or lower level or doubts. Just bring in what it is that you want, and just think about that. Focus on that because we do carve our reality. We yes. really do shape our reality by what we focus on. It's, it's, um, it's interesting. We know this in extreme situations or competition or sports or, you know, a trauma. Something comes up where we have to respond, you know, or, or we're, we're like training for something, like, like an athlete or something or, or taking a test. And that is the same thing. It's the same principle. That's shaping your reality to, to right, you right. know, to get and, your body in a and most way of, or your mind a certain way. Hmm? Yeah. And most of us are used to um, planning that into our daily routines, right? We make time to go to the gym. So the next step mm-hmm. in evolution is going to be how we are actually planning in on our daily routines to take time to sit in contemplation whether that's meditation or whether you're just going to take a walk outside and just allow your thoughts to freely flow or maybe nature or spirit or the universe or God to give you some messages or talk to you and your intuition just to be tuned in. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that that's going to be, and it is, it's more and more normal where people actually mm-hmm. say like, hey, I have to take care, I have to do some self-care today, so I can't attend this and this. And it's becoming yeah. more normal. I'm more yeah. accepted. Yeah. And that's true. Oh, Lon. Mm-hmm. Well, gosh, lots of pearls of wisdom here. Really great um, energy and exchange today. Really yeah. enjoyed this. Yeah. Yeah, it's really wonderful to be on the show with you again. I truly enjoy your show and very grateful that we've stayed in touch all these years and that we are both seeing the same things and yeah. Kind of walking the same path. Yeah. Yeah. But confirming, but also very fun, you know? And um, Right. Yeah. So where can people, okay, people go to your Instagram, especially to see the story. I'm going to go there and see the card. Uh, Lon underscore, right. L-O-N underscore uh, art. And then right. um, you have a website. I know. What's the website? The website is actually lawnart.com, but instead of an underscore, it's a hyphen. So it's just a little oh. the little line. So lawn-art.com. 
Okay, great. Well, Lauren, this is a great, and I look forward to next one's coming up. Absolutely. I'm going to be yes. doing something, too, I want to bring you in on, and then you'll be able to show the cards. Um, you can do some creative play, creative collab with that. Oh, that would I'll, be fun. Yeah, posted. I would love to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would love to. Thank you so much. For yeah, sure. will you take care? And big hug until you too. next time. Lots of love. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone, that was Lon, and uh, we touched a little bit on our book, A Modern Merlin, Uncover Your Magical Powers. Love what she was uh, sharing today. Um, you can connect with her further at lawn-art.com or lawn underscore art on Instagram. All right, everyone, thanks for being here. Uh, always great to connect with all of you, and always until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and keep awake. I'm Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?